and shine because the glory of God is upon us in Jesus' name. I said the glory of God is upon us in Jesus' name. So let's rise and shine because the glory of God is upon us. But before we get into the hour, and before we hear from our very own Sister Katar Little, which happens to be my niece, glory to God. I am so honored and thankful for her life. Amen. It's nothing like having your family. Amen. Also working in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So I am honored to bring her on here so that she can share with you how the Lord been good to her and how the Lord brought her into the fold. Even though there's been much prayer, much intercession, much fasting. And just calling out her name. It was in her time, in the time that the Lord had for her to come forth. And she's going to share with us her now faith, how God brought her into where she is today. And as she continued to strive and continue to trailblaze through the things that the Lord have called her to do, I know for sure that there's somebody on here who have probably came out of the same rough that we have come out of. That's right. We all have come out of some rough. We all have come out of some fire. None of us have become or some, none of us are who we are today without coming out of a rough. Yes, diamonds are diamonds become, because they come out of a rough. They come out of a place of being refined, being burnt, being tortured, being through so many different things in life. You know, we look at torture just by maybe something physical. But, you know, torture can be a mental torture. Torture can be something dealing psychologically, mentally. And not just only physically, but we have overcome because we are overcomers. But I want you to know that we are Psalms 139.14 women. And those men that are out there, we thank God for your life. But let's go. I am ready. I want you to know something that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are God's secret weapon women. Guess what? We are beautiful and loved by Christ that is in us. We are a chosen vessel. Amen. Of honor. Who knows our worth. You have to know your worth. You have to know who you were created to be because God created us to be something great. That's why I said that we're walking in our I amness because when you know who you are in God and how, why you were created to do what you do for God, nobody can put you in the box of their perception. See, people want to put us in a box of perception and want us to be who they want us to be, but you cannot allow people to put you in their box you have to be delivered from opinion of man that means woman boy and girl because when you're delivered from opinion of man i'm telling you you're able to walk in your i amness you're able to walk into the glorious things of god because you're not worrying about what people say you're not worrying about how people look at you yes we're human and yes sometimes we have a complex about ourselves but when your self-esteem is at is in a level and trusting in the lord you don't you won't care what people say or you won't care what people may do because you know who God created you to be and who God called you to. So you are a chosen vessel of honor. Know your worth, amen, because we are women. We are women who build not only families, but we build communities. We build nations. We build systems, amen. When we know these things, our vision shift, our outlook of life shift, our hope emerges, and our love flows freely more and more. So we don't allow things in this world to get us caught up because we know that when our vision shift and our hope emerge and our love flow freely, we know all things and we're able to walk in our I amness. Amen. 
Do you know who you are? That's the question that I want to ask you on today. Because when we have our sister Katar Little come on here, she's going to help you understand your I amness. She's going to help you understand how to walk in your now faith when you begin to hear her testimony, when you begin to hear what God brought her from. See, a lot of times we have to be transparent. We have to let people know where we come from. We have to let people know the rip that we have come out of because that brings what? Hope. That allows our hope to what? Emerge. In order for our hope to emerge, we have to sometimes hear somebody else's testimony. We have to sometimes hear somebody else what they have come out of and what roof they have overcome. And then when you see them as the diamond shining, you won't even believe what they come out of. Because when you look at the picture of Qatar, you see her just shining. Amen. The glory is nothing about just her beauty on the outside. No, that is the glory of God. That is the light. That is the light shining in dark places, just like the light that's on you. So that's why this platform, I am a Psalms 139.14 woman hour is every second Tuesday of the month. It is to empower you. It is to elevate you. It is to lift you up to another level so you will walk in your I amness. You need to know that you are kingdom people. You need to know you are kingdom minded. You need to understand why you were created to do and created to be who God created you to be. Amen. See, I want to tell you something. When we understand our I amness, when you know who you are, amen, because if you're all any like me, amen, sometimes you need to be reminded, amen, and we're reminded through God's word. God's word reminds us who we are. God's words speak of his beauty. God's words speak of his value and how he value us and how we are identified through his word. Amen. It brings us to a new place of reality. It brings us to a new place of identity. It brings us to a new vision of who we are and who are we created to be. I'm glad you asked because we are what? Beautiful. That's right. He said, you all together is beautiful, my darling. There is no flaw in you. Solomon 4 and 7. Then he came back to say to us and remind us, he said, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Meaning no matter what comes against us, what storms beat at our door, we're able to stand. We're able to be strong. We're able to walk with our dignity, with our head up, not in arrogance, not in pride, but in confidence and boldness, knowing who we are in Christ because we are clothed in his strength. We're clothed in his dignity. We're able to laugh all the days that to come, even though it may look like tragedy that's in our way, but we're able to laugh at the devil and let him know we are clothed in strength. We are, we can walk with our dignity. We are strong in the power of his might. And then he said, you will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a warrior datum in the hand of your God. That means that you will be a crown of splendor. Just imagine having the glorious crown. Just imagine after everything we have done here in earth to walk away and receive that crown. I don't care about riches. I don't care about glory. I'm talking about, I want the crown. I didn't work this hard here in earth just to walk away with stuff. I'm working towards the crown. That crown that nobody can take from me because nobody gave it to me. Only God himself. So he crowned us with the splendor. And guess what? We're like a royal diadem. You know, if you ever see a gem, something shiny and, and something like a diamond, we're in his hand. 
Nobody can pluck us out. Isaiah 62 and 3. Nobody can take us out. When you're in the hand of God, I don't care what come up against you. I don't care what mouth try to come up against you and rise up against you. They cannot take you out of the hand of God because you is in God's hand and you're shining bright in his hand. He knows you. He hears you. He feels you. And then he said, my beloved spoke and said to me, arise, my darling, my beautiful one. Come with me. Hallelujah. Then he says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. You need to open your mouth with wisdom. Don't open up your mouth with lies. Don't open up your your mouth with hate. Don't open up your mouth with jealousy or enviness. We don't have to envy one another. We don't have to be jealous of one another. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. We're God's secret weapon. We're beautiful in the eyes of God. We are chosen vessels. We know our worth. We build not only our families and our children, but we build communities and nations and systems. Come on. We shift atmospheres. We move stratospheres. We come into the hemispheres and bring change. So therefore, we don't have time to be jealous. We don't have time to envy nobody. Be grateful for who God created you to be. Know your I amness. Know your identity. Know who you were created to be because when you know who you were created to be, you're able to create other things and become a creation of something great. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Walk in your I amness. Amen. Then he says that you have a mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on your tongue. I said it on last week and I'll say it again. I'd rather be kind than right. Because, see, in being right, there's always a debate. In being right, there's always an argument. In being right, sometimes anger springs up. I'd rather be kind than, than right. Because at least my kindness won't leave me. Meaning, if I'm kind, my love can flow. How can my love flow if I'm trying to be right and then I allow debate and anger to take over? So I'd rather be kind than right. Because he says she's opened her mouth with wisdom. And the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. What's on your tongue? That's the question I'm asking you today. When you get off this line, you need to go into prayer and say, Lord, what's on my tongue? Let kindness be on your tongue. Let love be on your tongue. Let joy be on your tongue. Let peace be on your tongue. Let wisdom be on your tongue. Let long suffering be on your tongue. Come on, let faith be on your tongue. Let the fruit of the spirit be on your tongue. Because when those things are on your tongue, you begin to speak life. You begin to speak things into existence. You begin to create something that is not even in creation. When you have those fruits of the spirit on your tongue. But when you have negativity on your tongue, you're planting a hole and a ditch for yourself. When you have anger and hate on your tongue, you're just putting yourself in a deeper hole. And how could you be a a royal dagger in the hand of God when you're angry, when you're walking in darkness? You cannot. Amen? He said, those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. Like when you look at um, Sister Katar, you see her face, what? It's shining. Is radiant, is glory, amen, the glory of the Lord, why, because she looks onto the Lord, she trusts in the Lord, she don't trust in man, but she trusts in the Lord, she trusts in the Lord to bring her where God has brought her, and guess what, she have not yet became, she's still becoming, she's still going forth, becoming more and more who God created her to be, so therefore, she is radiant, amen, her face, hallelujah, is shining, And it would never be put to shame. 
no matter when she give her testimony, no matter when she tell you where God brought her from, God has allowed her to walk in a new life, a new vision, a new glory, a new emerge of hope and faith and ability to create and walk in her I amness. So be that radiant light shining in dark places. Come on now, be that radiant light that when your face come before people, it's not a face of shame, but it's a face of glory. It's a face of light. Glory to God. He said, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knitted me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Amen. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. Psalms 139, 14 and 14, because what? We are God's what? Masterpiece. We were created to praise him. We were created to worship him. We were created to lift him up. We were created to magnify him. We wasn't created to sit down on God. We wanted to create it just to keep coming and asking God for this and that. Even though, yes, we ask God for this. And yes, we ask God for that. But we were created to worship. We were created to praise. We were created to lift up his name. We were able to, we was created to call out his name. We were created to walk in our I amness, to walk in the creativity that God created us in. He just didn't create us for us. He didn't just create us just for us just to be walking in nothing. He created us to walk in something. Amen. He created us to walk in something great. He created us to walk into something that is so magnificent, something that is so glorious, something that nobody can take away from us. So you got to know your I amness, who you were created to be. You got to go in a place and say, Lord, why did you create me? What is it that you want me to do while I'm in the earthly realm? Let me help somebody. Guess what? We don't have to wait to heaven. Heaven is already here. So why is we still saying, well, we can't wait till we get to heaven? No. He says, no. He said, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. The heaven is here in the earthly realm. So we need to walk in our I amness. We need to walk in who we created to be so that we can do what God has created us to do. Because at the end of the day, when Jesus come, have we hidden our talent? Have we put our talent to the side? What are we doing with the talent that God gave us? Are we waiting to say because the pastor didn't tell us we can do this? Or the apostle or the prophet didn't say we can do that? I'm not telling us to walk out of order because everything is order and everything is, 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 is indecently unto God. But God has called all of us to a purpose. And that leader should be able to see that gift and that purpose in you and begin to what? Thrust you and push you and pull it out of you. We as leaders do not need to smother the gifts. We don't need to smother the fire and the glory and the anointing that is on the people of God just because we want people to be behind us, because because we want people to stay with us and we don't want people to leave the ministry. No, the Bible says for us to make disciples, amen, so that they can go out and make disciples. We can't get, keep them prisoners. We have to put in them what needs to be in them, bring out what needs to be brought out of them because God has in store so much in us. I can't anoint you. I can't give you anointing, but the Holy Spirit has already anointed you. We are here to what? Call it forth. We are here to call it out. We are here to push you and thrust you and, 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 and push you into your purpose and your destiny so that you can strive and you can become who God created you to be. So you can begin to create things in creation. So when you begin to say, let there be, it has to be. When you begin to say, let there be, it has to come. You don't have to sit and wait for creation to come when God created us so uniquely to create creation. He gave us the ability to create something great. 
a, a good idea and a main idea just didn't come by sitting down. It took somebody's brain and wisdom and understanding to bring that idea, to bring that vision to pass. Amen. Who would ever thought to bring something that you thought about for so long and you sat on it? And then now that you see it in existence, you say, oh, God gave me that, but, I, but you didn't move on it. What are you sitting on today? I hope that you're not sitting on anything because you need to get up and come on. Hallelujah. You need to get up and come on. Why? Because you are valuable. You are valuable unto God. See, when you are valuable to God, you understand created to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. You were created to do what? Good works. God has prepared you to do good works, something that you are advanced to do. Yes, we learn. Yes, we get education. Yes, we go to school. We get this. We get that. But God has created a good work in you and me before the foundation of the earth, of this world. So he has already prepared us in advance to fulfill it. Yes, we go and we get the knowledge. We get the wisdom. But we have already been created to do it. All we have to do is just, like Michael Jordan said, just do it. Just do it. Because blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. When you know that the Lord God has given you promises, the Bible is filled with so many promises. My God, do we know the promises that's been given to us? Do you know what a promise is? A promise is something that has already been guaranteed. A promise is something that has already been written, signed, sealed, and delivered. A promise is something that nobody can take it back. A promise is something that you can make a withdrawal and know that it's not going to come back insufficient. A promise is something that is ours. It is something that's already been given to us from God. That's why we are blessed. We need to understand that the Lord will fulfill his promises. Luke 1 and 45, when God has given you that promise and God has given you that word, you don't have to go run to the prophet. You don't have to go run to people. God will give it to you in his word. The promises are right here in the word of God. Let me tell you, we were sent on an assignment. I'll never forget it. And the Lord, he said, when you go on this platform down at Fountain Square, you're not just going to bring SOC, Saving Our City, with all the other things that I gave you to do. But you're going to also bring intercession and prayer. And the Lord God had something already set up. So he said, I need for you to go to the place two months prior to you do the event. Because I need you to break the ground, the fallow ground in the spirit. So we went down and we began to pray on Fountain Square, walk around the square. And in a in in couple weeks prior to the event, these ladies were down there praying too. But they were not part of the vision that we were part of. But God sent them on assignment. Because God has already been sending us. We've been going down there like every week for the last almost month and a half. And when we got there, God said, no, you're going to have also a place in the program where you're going to have intercessors that's going to be praying for the people. So while you're up there talking about overcoming um, heroin, overcoming poverty, overcoming joblessness, bringing and building unity in the community with collaboration with our police force, our community, with our city leaders and families and, and blah, 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 I'm going to also have my intercessors right there praying for anybody that needs prayer. And these women, they walked up, and we just began to pray with them, and they began to pray with us. And they said, you know what? The Lord God told us to give y'all this. And they were wearing these aprons. Those that are on video, you can see it. And the apron said this, may I pray for you 
It was an apron. You see, God had them come all the way down there just to bring us aprons for those intercessors that was going to be those intercessors praying. Because this this um, apron says, hey, I pray for you. That means that we're not invading nobody's territory. The, 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 I, may I pray for you is written on this apron. As they wore the apron, people knew that prayer was available. Come on. See, God will allow your I amness to come forth. He will create you to do great and mighty works. Glory to God. He says God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at a break of day. Even when we feel like we're falling. Even when we feel like we're at the break of something. Even when we feel like giving up. Or feel like, or feel like there's something that, 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 that we can't do. I'm telling you, it is at a break of the day. Amen. It is at the break of the day that we must what stop and think about what God has done for us. We must think about where God has brought us. We must think about and know that it's only because of the grace of God that we're able to do what we are created to do. So may I pray for you on today? We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray for you even as Sister Katara comes on. And the Lord used her and she gives us her testimony. And whatever the Lord has for her, she'll be on shortly. She just tapped in and say she's coming on shortly here. I'm telling you, you're going to be blessed. Hallelujah. And it says, God is within her. She will not fail. God will help her at the brick of the day. Me and God will help you too. Like I said, this show is not just for women. It is also for our men out there. God will help you too. Whatever need that you have. I know a lot of times, you know, when a man may lose their job. Sometimes all their hope is gone. And then, you know, sometimes when you come home, you expect your wife just to say, okay, baby, everything's going to be all right. God's going to get you a better job. God's going to do something greater in your life. But then the wife begins to nag and say, when are you going to find work? You know we got bills, blah, 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 blah. Women, we sometimes got to be a little bit more considerate because that steals a man's pride and joy when they can't work and provide for their family. It, it takes away something in their esteem to make them feel less than that man. So we must encourage them and push them and tell them, hey, it's going to be all right. God got something greater. And vice versa. Men, we got to do the same thing for women. Sometimes, okay, we know we may have grow fed a little bit, eating a little bit too much rice, eating a little bit too much of this. But then just say, hey, you're fat. You need to lose weight. Say, baby, hey, you want to go walking? You, you, you want to go exercise a little bit? Come on, let's go exercise a little bit. Because sometimes you're saying just they grew fat. Sometimes it does something psychologically to a woman. Because, you know, women, they take their body very seriously. And they feel like, oh, well, maybe you're not looking at them at the same way that you looked at them when they was in a size two. Come on now. So we must also take care of our bodies. We must take care of ourselves. But also we need to know how to say what we say to one another because we can also hurt one another's feelings and not even know it and bring down one's self-esteem and not even know. So at the end of the day, we got to know that God will never fail us. God will never leave us. God will never forsake us. Amen. And then it says, and who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Ephesians 4 and 14. We have come to our royal positioning. We are that royal datum in the hand of God. And we have come to our royal positioning. 
anytime you come into a position, it's your time to not only shine, but it's your time to move. It's your time to take movement to another level. Bring change. Bring change to another level. Because, y'all, we're bringing change to another level. We can't do things the way we used to do things. You know, things are not working the same way. We're in a different technology. We're in a different um, sphere of influence of people now. You know? So we can't look at things that we used to look at how we looked at them 10 years ago. But truth will always stand. The word of God will always stand. So we need to trust God's word. We need to stay with the truth of the true and living God. Because we are chosen. We ain't picked. We ain't just out there just, we are chosen. When you are chosen, that means no matter what blemishes you got, no matter what flaws you got, no matter where you come from, when you are chosen generation, God will help you become who he wants you to become. But sometimes what happens is when we do that, we miss it. We miss it because we want to become who everybody else wants us to become. When it's not about who everybody is becoming, we need to become who God wants us to become. Glory to God. There's like an interruption in iPods coming on my feed. So we need to make sure that we are not trying to become just because somebody else is becoming. We need to allow God to allow us to become who he wants us to become because we are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We his own special people. Come on. You better go to 1 Peter 2 and 9. That we may proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness in his marvelous light. It's God that called us out of darkness. Not your pastor, not your mama, not your daddy. Yes, you had people praying for you. You had people looking out for you. I come against every disruption of these iPods that's trying to interrupt this program. Cut them off in Jesus' name right now. So God have chosen us. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are God's own people. Amen? We must praise him. We must lift him up. He has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Come on. It says, for our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is not in U.S. That is just a place of our, we just a resident. We, this is just where we were born. But our citizenship is what? In heaven for which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, because at the end of the day, U.S. ain't going to be your heaven. Ghana ain't going to be your heaven. The Netherlands is not going to be your heaven. Other parts of the country is not going to be your heaven. There may be your citizenship in the earthly realm, but your citizenship is in heaven. Know your citizenship in heaven. We keep trying to do everything we got to do for citizenship and get it all down here on earth and miss heaven. No, our citizenship is in heaven. Amen. So we must wait. We must wait 
for direction. Because the Bible tells us, it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not look on his appearance or on the height of his statue, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks on the outer appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. First Samuel 16 and 7. So people that God is calling into the fold, I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at people on what other people is looking at. Oh, well, they've been in the ministry for 50 years. Oh, well, they just got into the ministry. Oh, 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 oh they can't, they, they, they can't do this. They, <coughs> they can't do that. But at the end of the day, it's not even about, <coughs> excuse me, it's not even about that. When God have called somebody into a fold, you have to obey God because God will prepare them. God will get them to where they need to be. God will bring them to a place in him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have to make sure that we don't look at man's appearance on the outside because you can miss God. You've been praying, asking God, send me help. You've been praying, asking God, oh, I need this, I need that. God have already sent help, but you're looking on the outside. You're looking at, oh, they haven't been in ministry for this time. Oh, they haven't did this, they haven't did that. Ah, you're worried about the wrong thing because God has already answered your prayer. But you're looking at the outside, oh, well, they used to be out there in the club. Oh, they used to be out there doing this. They used to... We all have a past. We all have come from somewhere. God can take us and clean us up and clean us out. I'm not just saying bring anybody into the pulpit and bring anybody into. No, that's not what I'm saying. But when God is saying, use them, bring them out of the back and bring them to the front. We must do that. People will still sit in church pews and God is ready to use them. But because the leader said, it's not time yet. people 
We need to allow them to walk in their citizenship. We need to allow them to walk into their purpose and their destiny and not look at their appearance on the outside. Don't look at their height. Don't look at their statue. You've been praying, and God has answered your prayer. Now, use them according to the will of God. Amen? Because at the end of the day, it's all by God. He have called us his friends, y'all. If you ain't got no friend, it's okay. Because Jesus have called us his friend. He said, I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. John 15 and 15. It says, therefore, my brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58. Come on now. Then he says, but to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We're kingdom people. John 1 and 12. And then for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Colossians 3 and 3. But it says, now put on your new self. Created after the likeness of God. In the true righteousness of holiness. Being set apart. Being ready to be used. Ephesians 4 and 24. So God created mankind in his what? Own image. Genesis 1 and 27. So that's why he said, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And your works are what? Wonderfully. And I know that fully well. 1 Psalms 139. See, when we're fearfully and wonderfully made. That means that we're what, set apart and unique. Because when, when I was reading Arthur Isaac, amen, um, as a move, amen, from 1919 to 1992, he said, he said, he stated that the human brain is the most complex and orderly arrangement of matter in the universe. But listen to this. In John 6 and 45, it says, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart bring forth that which is what good. And an evil man out of an evil treasure of his heart bring forth what which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaketh. Okay, look at here. Look, look, look at it here. The heart is seen as the center of feelings and emotion, right? Because the heart is what? Fearfully and wonderfully made. So when the heart, since the heart is fearfully and wonderfully made, it enables us to love, hallelujah, it enables us to love and experience God, what, intimately. So the heart reveals our personality, our thoughts, our memories, our emotions, hallelujah, our desires. Our hearts not only think, but our hearts feel. And it also remembers. That's why our hearts can be hard and stony, because we will remember somebody betraying us. We can remember somebody doing us wrong, amen? But the thing is, we must choose every course of action on how we deal with our heart and how we allow things of this world take over our heart. So our decision should reflect an integrity of a heart with a heart that is discerning, a heart that is loving. Because the Bible reminds us in Psalms 97 and 11, can we be our portion lightest song for what? Righteousness and the gladness for the upright in heart. So when we live an upright and honorable life, God fills our heart with what? Joy. So our heart has to be what? In a place where God can fill it with joy. Because God place, places a high value on our bodies. That's why we have to take care of our bodies. Because when we're taking care of our bodies, we're taking care of our heart. We're taking care of our mind. We're taking care of every organ that's in our body. Amen. So we're able to divinely um, um, discern. We're able to divinely feel um, things that are positive. 
things that are, are, are full of integrity, of love. Amen. And, and at the end of the day, when we're able to do that, hallelujah, we're, we're able to do a, a fine tuning, a fine tuning that deals in our wisdom, a fine, tool, a fine tuning that deals in creation. Uh, a fine tuning that allows us, amen, to deal into something just so great, amen. So we must step into our I amness, hallelujah. Because when we step into our I amness, we understand that the I am, the I am, the I means one, one person, something that is singular. It means just I, as in you. It personalized something, amen. It's an ideal single letter for adding words to a brand. Amen. And when you look at the ninth letter of the alphabet, the Roman numeral for one. So the I am means the term we associate with the AM, meaning 9 AM in the morning or 9 PM in the evening. But I am means I am who I am. I am what I am. And I will be what I will be or even I created whatever I create to be. So I am that I am. Because when we pronounce this and understand this in the Hebrew, we understand that Eye, Asher, Eye, is translated as I am who I am. It is the response that God used in the Bible when Moses asked for his name, when you read in Exodus 3 and 14. So when you look at the I am, it is the ultimate statement of us being self-sufficient, self-existence, and immediate presence. See, God's existence is not contingent upon anyone else. His plans are not contingent upon any circumstance. He promised that he will be what he will be, that is. He will be the eternal, constant, living God. He stands, ever-present, unchangeable, completely sufficient, not only just in himself, but who he is and where he created all around him and even in us in creation for us to know our I, I amness. So he does what he will to do and he accomplished what he wills to accomplish when he wants to accomplish it. So we're based everything off of sometimes our value or base it off of sometimes of what we may be able and may not be able to. But God does what he does. He blesses who he wants to bless. God, we can't control who he blessed. We may say, oh, why are they getting blessed? They're not coming to church. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. But maybe they got a heart after God and God is directing them into an intimacy in him until he finds a divine place of worship for them. Because maybe that house is not for them. Maybe there's another place for them. So maybe he has them worshiping at home or worshiping in another place that may not be that house, but they may stay. So we can't compare ourselves because God identified himself as I am who I am. He stated that no matter when or who, where he is or where he's there, he is. I'm not present. I'm not missing. He's God everywhere. He's God that, 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 that knows all things. Amen. So I'm looking here to see um, where uh, 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 Sister Qatar is. Hallelujah. So hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord. The Lord is speaking to us. Hallelujah. Definitely. Amen. Hallelujah. 
see the Bible says, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses says, I will now turn aside and see the great sight, why the bush is not burned. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, God is calling you on today. God is saying, no Allah. God is saying, um, Wallace, God is saying OJ28, but he really needs to know your name because OJ28 is not your name. Hallelujah. So God needs to know your name. Put your name in the atmosphere because God is saying Moses, Moses. Hallelujah. Because when God called our name, he's calling us personally. He's calling us to a platform of his blessings. Because he know us what? By name. Man may not never call your name. And that's okay. And it doesn't matter if they call your name or not. Okay? Because they're not your God. But if God don't call your name, then you got a problem. You need God to call your name. You need God not only to mention your name and know your name, but let him call your name. Because you could be like Samuel. Here I am. You know, Samuel said he knew he heard something. He went to Eli and said, wait a minute, I hear something, I hear something. It was God calling him at a young age. He wasn't always fully operating as a prophet. He wasn't already fully operating as a minister. He was called as a child. God is calling us as babes. He's calling us, some of us not even equipped. And that's okay. Because he said he equipped us along the way. Do you think I was equipped? He called me out of a bar. I was in a bar drinking. He called me. Come on. If he can call me out of my mess, I know he can call you out of yours. Hallelujah. So I never look down on people's appearance because I know God can call you from anywhere. God can call you from under a bridge. God can call you out of fornication. God can call you out of adultery. God can call you out of stealing and murder. Whatever. God can call you. You just got to be ready to receive and hear the voice of God. You got to be able to receive and know the voice of God. You got to be able to receive and know that it is God Almighty. Amen. Hallelujah. So at the end of the day, it says, he says, here I am. He said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. He even said, here I am. It's something about the I am. We have to know our I amness. We walk into our I amness. We walk into who we are created to be. And he says, draw not nigh hide or put off thy shoes from thy feet for the place where on the steadfast is holy ground. Moreover, he says, I am God for the father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face. He was afraid to look upon God. Why? Because of the radiance, the glory of God. Anytime you come face to face with God, hallelujah, it's such a reverence. It's such a fear. Not that you have a spirit of fear. No, you're reverencing the true and living God. You can't stand up in all that glory. You can't stand in all that light. It is just too much. It's glorious. My God. And Moses said to God, who am I that I should go into Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, stop right there. Look at here, Moses. He's First of all, he's lacking confidence. First of all, Moses recognized how weighty the glory really was. See, when the glory of God is on your life, it's weighty, yo. It's very weighty. 
So you gonna reverence and take a step back. You gonna you gonna sometimes lack confidence, but don't allow the confidence, the lack of confidence, take over and become fear. Because when you begin to walk into that, know that humility is always good. Always allow humility to go before you. Even though you may not know I'm shaking in my boots. Even though you may not know I'm, I'm not afraid, but I want to make sure that I'm doing this unto the glory of God. But it may seem like, oh, she got it on point. She sounds good. Oh, my gosh, she's flowing. But you don't know. You don't know sometimes, hallelujah, what it takes for me to get on these broadcasts. It don't, you don't know what it takes sometimes for me to preach before God's people, especially a multitude. And when I go out and I do outreach and I go out and I talk and I go out and I do this and I go out and do that. May I just pray for you? I wish I could just wear this apron all day. May I just pray for you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he said this. See, he didn't do it. was glory. So he hesitated. He looked for a way out. We always looking for a way out when God is ready to use us because we're worried about what man say. We allow man to put us in a place of perception, in the box of perception. You can't find a way out in this time of season because it's going to be only you that's going to be able to help you and your family get out of what you're in. So you got to say yes. You got to take the call. You got to move forward. Amen? Because at the end of the day, sometimes our insufficiency can move us away from our I amness. Because we feel like we're not sufficient enough. We feel like we're not we're not able to do what God wants us to do because of maybe our background or where we come from or what we came out of. Don't you know the most powerful anointed people is those that came out of the rut, came out of the pit, came out of a place of nothing? Glory to God. Most of people it's been handed down from generation to generation because their grandfather was a pastor because their father was a pastor so it automatically hit their lap they didn't even want the calling it was because of the generation and how the baton had to be passed but thank god you was chosen you was chosen out of your mess you was chosen and handpicked over everybody else amen so he wanted the way out but guess what god always pointed us back and let us know that he's all sufficient. That he will be with us no matter what. Amen. He says, certainly I will be with thee. And this shall be a, t- a token unto thee. That I have sent thee. When they have brought forth the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, behold, when I come into the children of Israel and shall say unto them, the God of the Father has sent me to, to you. And they shall say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And the Lord God said unto Moses, I am that I am that I am. Come on. I am that I am. And he said, that's what they say unto the children of Israel. I am who sent me unto you. What? He tells Moses that he is the covenant who is with his people and that he is self-existing. Amen. Who needs nothing in order to be who he is and to do what he's purpose to do. He is fully and completely God. And he has promised and plans to come down to be with his people, to redeem them. So let them know that I am that I am. So I'm here today to decree and declare that you shall walk in your I amness. Because when you walk in your I amness, you will know that he is the bread of life, that he is the light of the world, that he is the gate, the door of his sheep, that he is the good shepherd, that he is the resurrection and the life. That he is the truth, the life, and he is the true vine. He is the 
that he is. Amen? Because you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. That's why we can praise you, O oh Lord, because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and your works are what? Wonderful. And we know that. So God honors those that walk and go forth and know that they have been fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. Because God clothed us. He clothed us with his glory. He clothed us with his likeness. He clothed us with such a radiance, glow, and light that is inside of us. That when people see us, they don't see us. They see the light. They see the light shining. They see the light shining bright. Glory to God. They see that light coming to a place, coming to a place of where God is taking us. Amen. Hallelujah and glory to God. So we give God the glory. We give God the honor. Hallelujah. We praise his name. So I, I'm still trying to check to see. Um, hallelujah. We, 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 we're here. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just thank the Lord God for everybody joining us. We thank everybody for tuning in. I am a Psalms 139.14 woman hour. I am your host, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes. And for some reason, um, I, I know it's a good reason, hallelujah. I am truly apologize um, for um, my sister, Katar Little here, that's supposed to be on with us. But I don't know what have kept her. So I, um, I, I pray that everything is well, hallelujah, because that is not like her, amen. But at the end of the day, I know the Lord has spoken to us. I'm going to give just a couple more minutes uh, to see if she comes on. If not, I want to respect everybody's time because this is an hour. I am a um, Psalms 139.14 woman hour, and we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and we're doing great things, and, and we ask, we thank the Lord for all that he has done. We thank the Lord for allowing us to walk in our I amness, and even when we come back in, in the second Tuesday of each month, we come back in November, may God be willing, we're going to talk a little bit more about fearfully and wonderfully being made, and we're going to break it down and begin to talk about fearfully and begin to talk about wonderfully and how the Lord God sees us when we when we when we have been created to walk hallelujah wonderfully and fearfully meaning that we don't allow fear to overtake us because god does not give us the spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind so we have been delivered from fear on today no more fear no more doubt no more unbelief or anything will take hold of us we will walk into our i amness we will walk into our purpose we will walk into what we were created to be and create what we are created to create because we are of creation and because we are of creation we can create whatever we imagine our minds to create and fulfill whatever god wants us to fulfill because god has given us the ability he gives us the power and authority to do and be who he created us to be so as we get off of this line on this afternoon for some this evening or morning for others we are walking in our i amness and we know that we have been fearfully and wonderfully made and as of today we're going to begin to create create something that we are created to create we're going to walk in our newness we're going to walk in new vision we're going to emerge in new hope we're going to walk in new love and more love abounding more and more and we're not going to allow things of this world to stop the creation that's within us the gift that god has given us to be able to go forth and do what god has created us to do 
So I want, again, to thank everybody for joining us, everybody for being a part of, uh, of this um, this show, because it, it takes a lot for us to come on here to host this show. Amen. It's not easy, but it's only by the grace of God that we're able to touch and to be able to speak life into those that are listening. And I know the Lord God is going to be bringing some other great people on the show because the Lord God wants to use us so that we can be a inspiration and a testimony to others to let others know where God have brought us from what God have done for us how God have done what he have done for us and why he have done what he have done for us sometimes it takes somebody sometimes that we know or somebody that we have seen that went through such a hard life or went through some things that we knew that was challenging and when we see what the Lord have done for them that's what makes us know that God is there because we know the hole they came out of we know the pit they had to overcome we know what almost took them out it was only by God's grace it was only because that I am the bread of life the God of life the God of truth the true and living God that brought them out of where they are and we have to be so transparent today so that we can be able to help one another to push one another, to thrust one another into their purpose, into their destiny. Because if we're not here to be that voice, we need to be that amplified voice. We need to let our voice be heard so that people will not only be able to hope more, but they'll be able to walk in their I amness and begin to create what God has given them to create. So until next time, may God bless you again. Thank you for joining us. I am a Psalms 139, 14 woman hour. I am your host, Lady Apostle Robin. And I do again apologize for the absence of, uh, of the speaker that was going to be on today. So we just thank God for her life. So we just pray and make sure that everything is okay. Amen. In Jesus name. So let's continue to lift her up. Amen. And until next time, we just thank you in Jesus name. God bless everybody and thank you all for joining. And I know that something that the Lord has spoken through me as a servant has been a blessing to you. And those that may want to give, um, you're open to give. You can go to the Cash App, uh, Money Sign Apostle Robin Stokes. You can go to our Zeal account. That is 513-615-4514. Or go right to our website, Sewer International Ministries. Um, dot org and you can also pay there or if you want to just send your tithes and offering or if you want to just send a blessing you can always send it here to the ministry 1115 Hicks Boulevard Suite 5 Fairfield Ohio 45014 we say hey we've been following you we've definitely been blessed the Lord God has really really spoken we just want to be a blessing if that is so, may God bless you. And for every and everybody that have so, may God bless you. May the Lord God keep you, even every seed that you have sowed into this ministry. Let that seed continue to generate. Let that seed continue to grow more and more, not just financially, but let it grow spiritually in your life. 
economically in your life, relational in your life, divinely in your life, in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever it is that your heart so desire, let the will, let God will be done in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, and know that this ground is good ground. That every word that has proceeded out of the mouth of God's servant, it shall come to pass only because God is speaking. Hallelujah to us on this platform. So may God bless you, may God keep you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah and glory to God. Glory to God. Um, God bless you. We're, we're, we're going to be getting off here. Um, we're at the end of it, so I'll just let you greet everybody. But we're right at the end of it. I was just actually about to tune it out. I'll let you greet everybody, and then we'll go ahead and end the show. So now I have Katar on the line here, so I'll let her greet everybody. God bless you. You're on. Amen and glory to God. We thank God for your life. I'm glad that um, you were able to at least say something. We I didn't know, so we, we were praying for you, making sure everything was okay because we're at the end of the hour. But that was a powerful word, have faith, because with faith, you know, you need faith no matter what we go through. Um, but, but in order for our faith to grow more and more, we need to what? Study and um, hear and hear into the word of God. It will increase our faith. So even in um, us having faith, if you could just take a couple minutes and just tell us, I mean, because somebody that don't have faith, somebody that's just starting this walk, I mean, you've seen this, even though we, we're we growing and we're know, we know a little bit, but somebody that may be listening or knowing here that may say, well, I don't know what faith is, you know, and, I, and I'm in this situation, I'm in this area, space where I keep hearing just have faith and have faith. How can I have faith? How what what is it going to take for me just to have just a little? Uh, they say it's like a small mustard seed. Like how do I even just get that small mustard seed? So if you could just take a couple minutes and just tell somebody out there that 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 may be going through that or having that thought in their mind.
Tell them what test. Tell them what test it was, please. Tell them.
The biggest Kool-Aid smile. If somebody was on video, right? I got the biggest Kool-Aid smile on my face right now. <laughs> oh my God! It's so you know I'm just so honored for uh, Evangelist Katoria. You know, not only is she just a guest here, this is my niece, my my brother's daughter. So I am. You don't even know, like uh, my nieces. Hallelujah, my nieces. Her sister, Minister Toria. Her husband, Pastor Chris. Glory to God. What people don't know, like years before, their mom, before they even, before her mom even married my brother, before they even met, when when, when we were in high school, uh, my sister, um, her mom, she used to witness to me in the hallways in the ninth grade. And all she used to talk about, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Back then, I wasn't into hearing Jesus, Jesus. I was... I, the life, I, the, the 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 place where I come from, we didn't go to church. We didn't understand things about God, and I just remember her always just talking so calmly to me, and always. But I never like 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 threw her off. Like don't talk about you know. I just listened to her, but I didn't know that God was planting seeds. Even while I was right there, what when you're in the ninth grade, how old is you? What fifteen, six, sixteen? 16 years old, even though my parents didn't take me to church, but God had somebody else, somebody else planting seeds at the age of 15, 16 in my life, not knowing that I will one day be a, 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 a auntie, her might be my sister, and then her children also proclaiming the word of God. Hallelujah. And now my nieces they are god is using them mightily so i am just i mean I, you know this is a generation where god is using our people our young people and we as trailblazers we as generals in the lord must push them we must instill in them the wisdom and the knowledge and the things that god have given unto us and pass the baton but we sometimes as as, as leaders, we want to keep holding the baton. No, we don't want nobody sitting in our seat. No, we don't want nobody going in our limelight. Like I keep telling you, it's not your light. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the face. Jesus needs to shine, not us. And just to hear just how God is using them and what, how God is, uh, they, they teach a, on Wednesday, um, it's, it's House of Peace, and, and they begin to evangelize through um, social media, and they begin to talk about Christ, and they begin to talk about different areas. They may talk about loyalty. They may talk about faith. They may talk about forgiveness. Some areas, um, it, it, they talk about how do we get closer to Christ through House of Peace. And right now, Katoya is leading some of the sessions, but uh, uh, Minister uh, Toya and Pastor Chris, they also birthed it out, and now as Katoya have come on board, now they have passed the baton, and now she's teaching. So I'm just saying, just hearing the word of God coming through them, you don't even.
even know. That's why I can sit here with just a big old Kool-Aid smile. Hallelujah. But not only just sitting here with that smile, but also praying, interceding. Because I know anytime when we're moving forth and God's children are going forth, the enemy is also mad. But I thank God that they are intercessors. They are prayer warriors as well. And as we continue to pray for them, we continue to lift them up. May God also lift you up. And whoever you are out there that may be young, that know that God has put a calling on your life, even young and old, however you want to look at yourself, it is this time for you to come forth. It is this time for you to go forth because we don't have time to waste. And we as leaders, we need to see those that God has brought before us. Quit looking at the outer appearance. Quit looking at their stature and look at their heart. Look at what the prayers have been answered, but we're so concerned about who's going to take the limelight. Who's going to take? It ain't our light to take. And it's not our limelight to shine. It is Jesus. Jesus must shine. We must proclaim his name, not our name. So in Jesus' name, may God bless you. Evangelist Guitar, may God keep you. May the Lord God's hand continue to be upon you. May God continue to use you as the Lord, as I soak you in the blood of Jesus, as I submerge you in the blood of Jesus, as we cover you in the blood of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Go forth and continue to proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ through his gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, and may God continue to use you. For those that may not know, again, like I say, we thank God for Evangelist Katar Little all the way from Savannah, Georgia. And we're going to be able to hear from her again in another time. Amen. And I know the Lord God is going to use her to minister to us because she has a word. Hallelujah. As you've already heard just her testimony, but the Lord God has also deposited a word in her because the, the fruit don't fall too far from the tree. And anytime you have a mantle in your life, you know that mantle falls here and there. And I know the mantles have fallen on my nieces, amen, through my life. So as the Lord God continues to use them, may God continue to bless them in Jesus' name. And I thank everybody that is still with us. And again, those that have stayed on with us, know that this was something that you had to hear on today. God does things in his timing. And I thank God for your um, your time. I thank God for your patience. May God keep you in Jesus' name. And we shall talk again. Hallelujah. And I love you to life. And guess what? It's nothing you can do about it, but just love me back because the Bible says we are commanded to love. So you may not like me, but you got to love me. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to love you to life no matter what. I'm going to love the hell right out of you. Hallelujah. So may God bless you. May God keep you in Jesus' name. Have a great day.